Hello and welcome to the 34th episode of the Two Black Two Nerdy podcast. I'm your host Chris, and I'm your host Chris. And um, we're in the last third uh, of February. Excuse me, recording this, and um, we wanted to do some for Black History Month. Um, we were trying to figure out what we were actually going to do. We decided we were just going to make it a chill show and talk about our favorite black characters um, in fiction. So I guess it's just Chris and I today. Um, I guess we're just going to throw them back and forth, and we hope you all enjoy. So let, let's see. So who who was the first one that you can remember seeing on, on a TV show? That I can remember seeing just anyone or just like superheroes? Uh, let's go fan, fantasy, sci-fi, yeah. Fantasy, sci-fi, God, I don't, mm, trying to think. Um, definitely in the Power Rangers in an early age. And mm-hmm. Power Rangers always had a black character somehow, some way. I think when I first started watching, um, it wasn't, I think it wasn't, was it Wild Force maybe? Might have been Wild Force. That was on. Um, that's that was the first time I like. I think I noticed that like there was a they had like you know a black hero. You know there was a mm-hmm. part of the at least in live action. As far as animated stuff, um, Static Shock was around. Um, I'm trying to think. Man, I'm drawing a bl- I'm drawing a, bl- a blank here. Um, I, I'll claim Brock from Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> um, definitely. Um, unpopular opinion. I used to be when I was really young. I used to be into Arthur, and I don't know why. I assumed that every character in Arthur was black to me, except Buster. <laughs> Buster was definitely white, but everyone in Arthur to me was black. Even Muffy. Muffy to me was like a light skinned girl. And somehow, Arthur, his whole family, Francine, the brain, the teacher, Mr. Ratburn, they were all, I remember their name. I remember all the characters. They were all black to me. <laughs> I don't know why, but they just were. Yeah, no, like, I definitely see that. They definitely all did feel black. Um, I So if we're going Power Rangers route, um, then definitely Zack as the Black Ranger uh, would have been one animated uh, if we're doing just sci-fi and fantasy, outside of sci-fi and fantasy, it would have been like a tie between um, uh, um, and I can't remember his name off the Magic School Bus. Um, but other than that, I would say John Stewart in Justice League. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, let's see. Um, I always felt like, even though I knew he wasn't, that Lex Luthor in the Superman the Animated Series and in Justice yes, League was like he had yeah. he had like I, I guess they gave him like a tan in the show, but he was definitely darker than people who I knew were white. And I don't know right. why I just I agree that I just I saw that version of Lex as black. Now Smallville Lex he was white. Oh yeah, that ain't no ain't, ain't no confusion about that. No shade uh-huh. uh, to Michael Rosenbaum. But yes, who I still hold as the best Lex Luthor. But no, no, Superman and Justice League Lex was definitely black for some reason. Yeah, 
Um, so, so they were uh, some of, and then of course we get Static, who had his own show. He was the first um, black superhero to have their own titular show, um, first animated titular show. So, and we only got that when we were nine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I forget. It came out in two thousand, right? Was it two thousand? I, I, I was. I I've been watching Static Shock on HBO Max, so I think it might have come out. Uh, let me see. It was two thousand. Yeah, you're right. So we were six. Never six, mind. We six. Yeah. Makes sense. Um, voiced by uh, Phil Lamar, who I feel mm-hmm. like is, I I I uh, <laughs> I feel like he for a while he was like the only black voice actor ever. Because they mm-hmm. put him in literally everything. It's like, okay, Phil Lamar doesn't have to be every black character ever. And Samurai Jack. A lot of yeah. people don't realize he was Samurai Jack. But once they found one, they like, they're just like, hey. Just give him Phil a call. Um, but yeah, yeah no, Static Shock is... Yeah, I mean, yeah, all the... John Stewart too. Martian Manhunter. Did you see him as black growing up? Um, I think I saw him as black once he appeared in Smallville as a black character. Um, by Phil, gosh. But they really, even ever since then, they really have played into Martian Manhunter is is black kind of synonymous with a black character <laughs> or a black human because, um, in Supergirl he's played by a black actor. But in Injustice, one of the things that got hit on was, um, you know, Martian Manhunter was saying to Wonder Woman and Superman, I always knew it was you guys against me because look at when the conflict comes, you always pick the alien that looks like you. Yeah. And he's always worried well, about those uh, those damn white Martians. <laughs> <laughs> No, it's just, I didn't watch, I watched parts of Supergirl, they had the White Martians, and I just, I don't know, I feel like the writers definitely knew, it's like, oh, the White Martians, they're a scourge, they destroy everything. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm kidding, it's just that, yeah. So, comic fans, for those of you who don't know, um, Martian Manhunter is a green Martian, and in the comics, they're usually at war with the White Martian race, and usually they're evil, except for uh, Ms. Martian, is usually a white Martian that tends to be good. Yep. She's in, uh, if you don't know anything about uh, Ms. Martian, uh, Young Justice. Very good. And Smallville's Martian Manhunter was played by Phil Morris. Phil Morris. Yeah. And and if it is to be believed, even though it's uh, Zack Snyder already stated it, the Snyderverse version of Martian Manhunter is black, and he's played by... Uh, the the general that was in Man of Steel and um, I guess Batman versus Superman and I don't know if he showed up in Justice League, but that that that's kind of consistent there. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, really, the Snyder Cut is on its way. We gotta uh, yeah. bring your. We gotta. We if we review it, we gotta bring your brother in. Yeah, sure. I guess. <laughs> guess we can bring that guy in. Shout out! Shout out to Robert Butler, DC Stan. Yeah. 
He's okay. Oh, man. But, um, yeah, no, Martian Manhunter, I mean, they've definitely tried to make him black as the years go by. Um, I will say, yeah, it's smart and starting with Smallville. Um, I'm trying to think of, like, animated characters. Oh, I'm scratching a blank. Um, I mean, we also had, we had Vixen in Justice League, uh, Mr. Terrific, even though he didn't ever get to do much of anything. Yep, Vixen, Mr. Terrific, um, yeah, because Green Lantern, oh yeah, because he dated Vixen for a while. Mm -hmm. That was like his rebound from, uh, Shyara. girl, yep. And let's not talk about the horrible rendition of Mr. Terrific that was the Arrowverse. Hey, you know what? Yeah, yeah, no. Uh, he didn't do anything except get his butt kicked. Yeah, and no. They made him the, the token versus gay version and black character. What was was pretty lame. I think did the actor did he actually did he throw shade after the fact? I think he did. Probably. I think he, he didn't ask have. me anything. And he's like, "Yeah, I wish I could have done more cool stuff, but uh, show's over." Like his superpower is literally learning. Had he never learned anything but how to get his butt kicked? Yep. Um, trying to think. Mm. Well, well, okay, I got going... a good one. I got a good one. Wade from Kim Possible. Yep, Wade. Wade and Kim Possible was cool. Uh, definitely some early black nerd representation. It was weird that you never saw his body until I think. This is vague. It's been years, but didn't they do like a a alternate future episode or movie? And like it, they did like a post apocalyptic type deal where like Shigo was a dictator and Wade was a part of the resistance. And I think they made him a cyborg. I think. Mm -mm. So there were so there were there there were two ones. So I when Disney Plus first came back, I did binge all Kim Possible. So <laughs> uh, it's been rather recent for me. So okay. Um. So the, there was that. Um future um i think they did it as a movie um <clears throat> a stitch in time is or a stitch in time i think is what it's called so um you had wade as the leader of the resistance but no he was just like jacked oh okay he was jacked yeah he was ridiculously jacked so there was <laughs> that one and then there was a later episode i think it was in the last season where he showed up um because these superheroes called Team Impossible who are mad at Kim because, like, her first mission that made her famous, it was a result of a typo. And so um, they were trying to get it back. So they hacked Wade's system and, like, destroyed his equipment. And so he showed up in, po in person to, like, hack their system. And the whole thing was, like, Ron was like, oh, it's just a hologram. And then you know, he like went to go touch him and Wade just like slaps his hand away and he's just like, Oh, y'all done messed up now. And I was just like, <laughs> Wade was that guy. There we go. Yeah, because it has been a while, but I definitely I remember Wade. Um AJ from Fairly Odd Parents. Yep. No more black nerd representation. And um did you ever watch Danny Vantum? Yep. Tucker from Danny Vantum. There was just a big thing on Nickelodeon for just black nerds um, because you had Cookie from Ned's Declassified. Yeah, you did have Cookie. Um, I think the, the black guy that was on, uh, not Kyle Massey's brother, I can't remember his name, 
Um, but he was on um, uh, Zoe 101. He, I don't believe he was a nerd. I think he was an athlete. Yeah, Kyle Massey's brother on Zoe 101. You know, we can speaking even... of Kyle Massey, you have that so Raven and Corey and in the house. Corey in the house. And Corey in the house was so good. I remember that show came out and it was so hype. I still remember the song. It was like Corey, 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 check it out. I remember that show. Yeah, and then it, you know it, it it was a it was good, and then it was also weird because it's one thing if Raven's not there because like okay that that can make sense she was older she's in college or whatever, but then for the mom like to have disappeared too it was just like all right well all right they never explained it yeah yeah and as kids we didn't really care but it always felt a little off that show wasn't on too long I don't think only a I few think it, years. it got like two seasons. Yeah, because Raven had, what, what, four or five seasons? I think so. Yeah. And then she's gotten her... I don't know if it's still running, but like I think the I got show canceled. said in the present day. Raven's Home, I think it got canceled. I think they got three seasons out of it at least, though. Yeah, that seemed to be what happened with all the shows that they came that came out when we were kids that they brought back for like the new generation, like Girl Meets World and everything like that. Fuller House, They ran yeah. for a couple ones, and then they got... Uh, they got the boot. Yeah, I've been a, I've been on a old uh, I've been on an old black sitcom binge lately. Mm-hmm. Uh, all the ones on Netflix. Uh, one I didn't appreciate. The Parkers I think is really funny. Um, one on one, I've also enjoyed a lot of. Mm-hmm. Um, I could never get into Moesha. I don't. It I wasn't. I wasn't watching. I don't think I was the right age for when it was on. Oh no, no! We definitely were not the right age when that came on. Wow! But the Parkers is funny. Um, I hate to say it, I, I liked Girlfriends even back in the day. Hmm, ain't nothing wrong with Girlfriend. Um. Um, and then we also had, you know, obviously, if you're speaking about, you know, black '90s sitcoms, you have Family Matters, you have Living Single, Living Single is good, uh, Fresh Prince of Bel Air, uh, R.I.P. to Uncle Phil. For real, that reunion was good. If you haven't seen it on HBO Max, oh yeah, that 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 one was uh, it, it it'll get you in your feels. Um, so who else? Oh, I know you wanted to bring uh this up. So, uh, because we already talked about it with Martian Manhunter, but characters that uh that weren't black because they're you know like aliens or a different species, but you always felt was black. Yeah, go for it. So obviously the OG Piccolo. Piccolo was always black. Single yeah. black father. Mm-hmm. He was Gohan's real father, even though Goku wasn't that bad of a father in Dragon Ball Z, but you know, we'll go with the memes. Piccolo was Gohan's father. Yeah, no, Piccolo was I don't know what it was. I think it was just because Piccolo was just so different from everybody else. I think the fact that he was green I think is what made him is is what made I think him appeal to black people who mm-hmm. watch the show. Another one I have, and we we mentioned this off air, Knuckles from Sonic the Hedgehog. So for those of you yep. who don't know, I had a huge Sonic the Hedgehog phase when I was a kid. I really liked uh, Sonic Adventure and Sonic Sonic Adventure Two Battle on the GameCube. 
Mm-hmm. And they did this thing with Knuckles where it's like every character had a theme song and most of it was like pop or rock. I think Shadow had like rock songs. But Knuckles always had like rap music. I think one of the lines was like, unlike Sonic, I don't chuckle. It's like they call me Knuckles. <laughs> I always Knuckles was always I mean Knuckles to me was always black his superpower was uh, throwing hands because mm-hmm. that was his whole thing was that like he wasn't as fast as Sonic but he had giant hands that could punch people yep I hope they if they oh. do a sequel to the Sonic movie I hope they throw Knuckles in there I would appreciate it so, they, they kind of hinted at it in the first one so they yeah, had echidnas in just- it Right, and they just released a teaser for the second one, or like a, a, the teaser title frame of it. Yeah, I mean, obviously they're throwing in Tails. I, I mean, Tails was a nerd. I didn't like Tails that much, though. I, was, I, I don't think, I don't know. I feel like when I was younger, I always tried to identify with like the cooler characters, because that's how I wanted to be. So Tails, uh, Tails didn't do it for me, unfortunately. I mean, that's fine. Um, let's see who else. Uh, Grim from the Advent- Grim Adventures of Billy and Mandy. I mean, they gave him a Jamaican accent. Yeah, Grim was black for sure. That's a good one. Sandy from SpongeBob. Sandy, yeah, I could see that. Because the other thing is, is just like she was the only air breather in a show full of water breathers, and as you and I both know, at some point in time, you are the only black person. And a room full of white people. Yeah, and, and I I hate to say anytime anyone is noticeably brown or just different. <laughs> it, you know, no, Sandy, I I I'd respect I, I can respect Sandy. Um I'm trying to think of a good example. You got any from yeah. video games at all? Oh, from video games? Um Oh, I was still on animated shows because I got Skeeter from Doug. Skeeter. Yep. Goofy and Max. Who's a friend in Hey Arnold? Gerald. Gerald from Hey Arnold. That's a good one. Um. Yeah, no, Gerald is a classic. Oh, Wilt from Foster's Home for Imaginary. That's good. Uh, characters, yeah. But, I mean, he was also vo- voiced by Phil Lamar, too. So, I mean. And his his imaginary, or his kid was Jordan Michaels. Mm-hmm. Their, their universe's take on Michael Jordan. So, yeah. Wilt was black. Definitely. Red, he was black. Bl- I don't know why I keep blanking on like cartoon shows. I'm usually I'm gonna like look at my posters and be inspired. <laughs> Killer Bee from Naruto. Killer Bee from Naruto is good, and his brother, the Raikage. Mm-hmm. Yep, a. Killer Bee will always Killer Bee uh, beat up that emo kid, so he'll always <laughs> be known to do for uh, giving uh, Sasuke the work in that show. Sasuke's a dude. I just got the Mangekyo Sharingan from my brother. I'm on revenge. I'm going to destroy the Leaf Village and Killer B honestly beat the crap out of him if it weren't for his friends bailing him out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, if we're going anime. Um, okay, the Pharaoh from Yu-Gi-Oh! to me is black. 
Mm-hmm. Yugi to me was Japanese, but I feel like the pharaoh that possessed him was black. And when they actually went to like, I think in the last season they did like they like went they kind of went back in time or did something like that when they were in ancient Egypt and everybody was like dark skinned. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so the pharaoh Yami to me was black. Um, I think one of the villains Merrick to me was one of the villains in that show. He was also black. To me. Anybody related to Egypt in that show, I was like, oh, they were black. Definitely. Uh, go, doing a real throwback pan throw from Thundercats. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. Um, X-Men shows. Uh, Storm, obviously. Mm-hmm. I mean, let's be real. The, X, the struggle of the X-Men is civil rights movement for black people so. pretty much hashtag now, Magneto was right <laughs> <laughs> oh man but hey you know people go people you know what but I respect Magneto for honestly just forming his own country for mutants like I get it yeah, yeah and then what happened with that it got bombed just real black wall street vibes from that Um, let's see who else. Uh, Bugs Bunny. Bugs Bunny. Why Bugs Bunny? The way the way he acts sometimes, like Bugs Bunny is Bugs Bunny is black, especially with like Lola being there. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh God, Bugs Bunny. Oh God, that I feel like that just opens up another. Uh... Man, that opened up so many things. And listeners, I'm sorry we're just throwing out characters back and forth, but I feel like you'll at least know a few of them um, since we're just rapid firing these. Um, how do you feel about. Uh... So, question. So, Blackbeard from One Piece, is he black or is he just dirty? <laughs> I don't want to claim him. You don't want to claim Blackbeard? I don't want to claim him. Okay, um, Aokiji, we can have. Yes, yes, but what after Blackbeard did to Ace, he is forever on my hate list. Fine. We can keep Aokiji, though. Oh, we left out a couple uh, black characters from cartoons from when we were kids. Who? The Carmichaels from Rugrats. Yeah, the Carmichaels, that's good. And the Proud Family. Totally forgot about the Proud family. Did you know they were Republicans? Yeah. Did you know they were Republicans? Black Republicans. <laughs> black, that might be the only positive black Republican representation. The Proud family. Yeah, no, the Proud family, no, that's real. Super real. Um, yeah, no, that that's all. That's good. I mean, you you can technically say all the characters in The Lion King because Africa, but also like you know who who was who was who truly felt black, Kovu. Yeah, Kovu. Definitely. I mean, The Lion King in general. We that was before we had our Disney princess, so that's what we claimed. Mm-hmm. Um. The. Uh, he was a lobster, right? And the Little Mermaid, Sebastian. Yeah, uh, Sebastian. Sebastian, yeah, Sebastian was black, obviously. Mm-hmm. And then you know, shout out to the first black Disney princess, Brandy, and 
Roger and Hammerstein Cinderella that came out in 1997. Now, now on Disney+. Disney, Plus. <laughs> Disney, please sponsor us. Um, yeah, that, yeah, that movie had Whitney Houston. It had um, Whoopi, Goldberg. Whoopi Goldberg. I just like how you had a black mom and a white dad and an Asian prince. And no one questioned it. No one questioned it. Good movie, though. Good movie. Year, that, that was years before Tiana existed. Yep. Also, R.I.P. to Natalie DeSalle Reed. Yeah, she, yeah, she uh, was yeah, one of the stepsisters, right? Yeah, she had been mm-hmm. in a lot of stuff, yeah. Yep, and then um, uh, also what I noticed after, you know, watching Cinderella again was that they made Tiana in her princess gown look at pretty much exactly like Brandy in her Cinderella gown. So I was just like, I mean, I'll take it, but at the same time. I haven't seen it yet. Maybe next week. I mean, maybe, yeah, maybe this week. We'll have to see. Also, even though, like, as a kid, I I didn't know better, and obviously now I know that they were, they were, they're not, but Katara and Sokka. Yeah, Katara and Sokka, that's fair. You know how many black people have seen cosplay Katara and Sokka? Yeah, even though I know they're not now, but definitely they felt like it then they definitely did we're not gonna claim Cora <laughs> I mean okay when by the time Cora came out like I knew better yeah so. yeah I get it no Katar and Sokka that's super super real I'm trying to think of good examples um I mean fighting games love to always have their token black character um, Raven from Tekken was cool. Um, Jax from Mortal Kombat has been there a long time, long ass time. Um, oh, you saw the Mortal Kombat trailer, right? I did. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, what's his name is playing Jax? Um, Macad Brooks. Yeah, Macad Brooks from Supergirl. Yeah. He's got a weird mustache. I'm like, whatever works for you, buddy. Mm-hmm. But uh, he does get his arms ripped off in the trailer, so that's not a spoiler. Yeah, I was just like, well, you know, you tried. <laughs> that I don't know how to feel about that movie. They're introducing a new main character, and I'm like, Mortal Kombat has so many characters and so much lore. I'm like, usually, so I have the newest game. Usually Liu Kang is like the main good character of Mortal Kombat. Sometimes it's Raiden. So um, yeah, I don't this this new one. I, I have no idea what they're doing. I hope they know what they're doing. I didn't. Scorpions get over here. Felt like it was a little muffled. I felt like I mean, you know, that's the classic line. I wanted to get over here, not a I get over it. here. You know, so maybe do maybe uh, add in some new audio for the get over here. Yeah, they'll probably fix it in uh, ADR. I got a good but, one. Uh, you know who's always black to me? Who? I don't know why. Godzilla. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's better than saying King Kong. No, not King Kong. That's racist. No, King Kong is... <laughs> no, not not King Kong. But I don't know why. I uh, One of my cousins used to be super into Godzilla movies. You should watch them when I was little. And I don't know why I see Godzilla as just getting... Like, black people getting revenge on humanity. <laughs> <laughs> 
maybe protecting the planet a little bit when a worse threat comes, but then sometimes Godzilla just wants to fuck shit up and just doesn't care. Uh, oh. Going back to fighting games, Balrog for Street Fighter. Balrog, yeah, I'm not the biggest Balrog fan. I didn't identify with him, but yeah, no, Balrog, he's, he was there since the early games. Uh, DJ is another one. And we can't forget about the the uh, the pain inflicted upon anybody that's ever played Tekken by Eddie Gordo. Eddie Gordo's another one. Yeah, I was thinking of Raven, but yeah, Eddie Gordo. Eddie Gordo's the OG. Yeah, his the, capoeira. Capoeira. Just like button mash, button mash, button mash. <laughs> like he's Brazilian, but yes, he is. He one. just he would just beat the beat. He would just beat you up by break dancing, and I don't know if there's anything more embarrassing than that. Yeah, so I, I don't know either. Um, but. um. Yeah, it's a good one. Um, we've hit the, we've hit some of the big fighting game franchises. Hmm. I'm trying. Uh, I'm, I'm trying to remember. I'm trying to think of just really good examples. Um, we mentioned Brock from Pokemon. Did we on air? Yeah, we did. Yeah, Brock from um, Pokemon. Agil from uh, Sword Art Online. Oh, yeah, I remember him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know if you search the black guy from Sword Art Online, he comes up at the top? Mm, well. Mm. Fun fact, uh, they just introduced black characters in Attack on Titan. I don't want to spoil it, how they exist, but they do. So we're, uh, we're, we're killing some titans now. Uh, I'll get back in an attack on Titan eventually. I just don't know if I'm ready to see all these characters uh, like get hurt or die. It's good. This new season, Chris, it's good. It's uh, it's pretty much a World War II allegory at mm. this point. Titans are nukes. Well, that's not inaccurate. Um, uh, Oob from Dragon Ball Z. Oob, yeah, Oob. Oob's good. Who, who has finally made his uh, canon appearance in Dragon Ball Super. Yeah, he did. Yep, no, Oop's canon. Oop was always canon, though. I mean, he's canon Z. Yeah, but, like, he he made, or his, like, he, he made his first canon appearance in Dragon Ball Super. Got it. Which means he should be able to show up at any point. Like, he's of age where he could be fighting with Goku. Doesn't look like he's that much younger than he is when, in Z, but that whole timeline's gonna be wonky now. When is a super anime coming back? I hope it Ooh. does. Who knows? Because they are, because you know they're going probably going to redo the uh, Broly movie as an arc. Yeah. Um, and then you have the Moro arc, which just ended, and you're starting a new arc, which I don't know what you're gonna call it. But are they gonna make Vegeta a god of destruction? Uh, that's what it looks like. It he, he, Beerus is training him for. But the interesting thing is. The I guess the person that's going to be the antagonist for the arc finally did what I had always wondered why a character never had done before in Dragon Ball Z. What did he do? Dragon Balls to be the strongest fighter. Spoiler alert, but by the time this comes out, it's already been like two weeks. Oh. Yeah, it's a good idea. Usually, yeah, because yeah, usually just... Frieza would be like, oh, I want immortality. 
Right. You know. But immortality will only get you so far in the Dragon Ball universe. Right, especially they got ceiling point, te- they got like... ceiling techniques and stuff. Mm-hmm. And that'd just be terrible. Imagine, um, you get, imagine you get trapped in the room of spirit and time for for ever. Hmm. I, I have what Chris. I have one of those on the tip of my tongue. I'm trying to think. Hmm. I mentioned Attack on Titan. Afro Samurai. Afro Samurai. Fire Force. Fire Force. Yeah, Fire Force has some black people. Um, Boondocks. Mm-hmm. Always a uh, uh, Edward from Cowboy Bebop. Yep. Really, everyone in going back to Naruto. Really, everyone from the uh, village hidden in the clouds. Yeah, no, the cloud village is where black people existed. Though everybody had white hair for some reason. I'm not sure what was up with that, but, you know, we'll let it go. Yeah. Uh, did the, the Red Kage, did he have cornrows? Uh, it kind of seemed that way, but it wasn't. Like, I don't know what to describe his hairstyle as, because we can clearly see B has cornrows. But I don't know if we can say for sure that the Raikage did. Oh, I don't. So I don't. I got spoiled on Boruto, even though I don't read it. They uh, uh they yeah. killed someone off, but it's not who you think. Yeah, I'm not happy with Boruto even more now. So did you hear? Do you know who it is? Oh yeah, I read it. Oh yeah, they killed off the nine-tailed fox. Yep. Why? <laughs> I didn't know they could die. Oh yeah, they can die. Uh, before it was said that if you die with the beast in you, then it dies. Which is why it was always in their best interest to keep their um, host alive until they could be extracted, at least. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I. I don't know why you finally kill him because think about how long we actually got to see Naruto have control of the fox and everything like that. And I know it's not his story, but I'm like, Boruto is not nearly as interesting as a kid. He's not. But I don't want to go off on a rant about that. Um, <laughs> I will say, though, Boruto, I do like uh, Chocho. She's black. Yeah, she is black. Exactly. Good. Uh, good comic relief. Um, someone that I don't want to mention who is, but you know, it's drawn terribly, is uh Commander Black from Dragon Ball. Oh yeah, that's straight blackface. We don't we don't have to talk about yeah. it. Yeah. They finally know how to make actual real looking black people in anime now. Mm-hmm. Finally. Which is what we're seeing in things like Fire Force or Canary in uh what anime is Canary in? You know who I'm talking about? Uh, I, for, I I don't know which one he's in. Uh, so Canary, uh, she is in... 
She's in Hunter Hunter. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know you're talking about. She's kind of like a like a combat mate type deal. Yep. I got a good one. All right. So, uh we're going to go back to One Piece for a second. So, uh first of all, beef with One Piece. Um Robin and Nico Robin in One Piece had like a tan. I don't I didn't I never thought she was black, but she always had a tan pre-time skip and post-time skip mm-hmm. she's just white for no reason. Yeah, Robin. Robin, I don't know why they I don't know why they uh lightened her skin but they did. But do you remember um see so do you remember uh Crocodile's henchman? Yep. With the numbers? Mm-hmm. He had two that I remember being black. Uh Mr. Five. Five was the guy who had the exploding boogers. Right. <laughs> well, all of him could explode, but yeah. Yeah. And then Mr. One was the guy who turned to steel that Zoro fought. Mm-hmm. Yep. They were both black. They were definitely um, both black. As long as they don't make Akai new black, I'm, I'm good with it. Wait, we even forgot. Usopp. Usopp. Uh, the creator has said that if they all had real nationalities, then Usopp would be African. Do you do you want us to claim Usopp or no? What are the rules? I mean... When Usopp is, you know, not being a coward, yeah, sure. But when he is being a coward, like, you know, give me some more growth from him. When he's competent. Yeah, because it's like one thing with, you know, like his father, Usopp, granted we haven't seen him all the time, but it's not like been uh, just like on his game. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm trying to. Well, in the manga, I'm like, what is Usopp doing right now? All the straw hats are kind of jacked up a little bit, except for Luffy and Zoro. I mean, yeah, I mean, but they they they, they trying, you know, they trying to fight. Uh, um, well, Kaido's henchmen for One Piece. They're trying to fight. Um, uh, what's uh, Big Mom and Kaido at the same time? Can we claim Kaido? Probably not. But I if I wouldn't I wouldn't be mad if we claim Kaido. Oh no, me either. <laughs> Not Blackbeard. Um yeah, no. Not Blackbeard. Um uh, I still remember so in one piece, for those of you who don't know, Kaido's like this he's like a villain they're fighting right now, he can transform him to a dragon. He fights the main character Luffy and like beats him in one hit, and it reminded me of the uh Is This Your King from Black Panther? Because <laughs> Luffy wants to be king of the pirates. I think I tried to make it into a meme and it didn't work. I mean, you know, we just need one of your tweets to have the same um, the, the same impact as your Kingdom Hearts 3. That was legendary. Speaking of Kingdom Hearts, um, are we going to claim Master Xehanort? Do we claim the Xehanorts? <laughs> he's shaking. Your, he's shaking his head. No. The Xehanorts can stay far, far away. Fair enough. Um, Barrett from Final Fantasy VII. Yep. Yep. 
Definitely. Uh, they uh, when he's in. Um, I saw him play the Final Fantasy Seven uh, Final Fantasy Seven remake last year. Um, they definitely made Barrett. Uh, he's pretty much Mister T. Mm-hmm. What you doing, Cloud? We gotta go. Oh shit! It's Sephiroth. Let's get out of here. <laughs> which is not the which is not the reaction that I would probably have if I lived in that universe and Sephiroth showed up. Yeah, I'd be like, "We gotta go." I'm like, "Gone." His theme starts playing, and I'm like, "He will literally kill us all." So, uh, uh, I'm gonna uh, uh, trans transition to. Uh, another live action and animated property, Star Wars. You got Lando, you got Finn, you got Janna, Saw Gerrera, Mace Windu. I was gonna say Mace Windu, yeah. Adi Gallia. Um, but but I, I want to talk about Finn for a few minutes. I'm gonna rant a little bit. So Finn was um, robbed. Go for it. Finn was severely robbed. Um, you had him being the. First person we see in the Force Awakens trailer. Uh, we see him with a lightsaber in, in a subsequent trailer, which anybody that we've seen wield a lightsaber in a movie at that point was automatically a, it, not automatically because they were holding a lightsaber, but everyone we saw hold a lightsaber in the movie was a Jedi or a Sith. And so they used Finn as a red, a red herring for Rey to be the Jedi. And I am fine with Rey being a Jedi. I like Rey as a They character. should have both been Jedi. They should have both been Jedi. Um, and just teasing throughout every movie that Finn was Force-sensitive is just... Why? You know... If there's no payoff, why do it? Right. And so, the because uh, the other thing is, you waste John Boyega, who is a great actor, and you alienate him to the point where he's like, I don't want to come back for a Disney Plus show. You know, he's like, I'll stick to the movies. And at this point, with how um, controversial the sequel trilogy is, they're, they're going to leave that alone for a while. Yeah, they're so just, besides, all the Star Wars stuff, they're just ignoring the sequel trilogy timeline, which they definitely could do stuff there if they wanted to. But it's just so mired with, because of toxic... Uh, fanboys like it's it's one thing to have legitimate criticism which there are plenty of legitimate criticisms you can have about pretty much all of the trilogies but um but especially the sequel trilogy but um you've alienated oscar isaac you've alienated alienated um john boyega you did not properly support daisy ridley kelly marie tran um or john boyega for that matter um, and so now you have um, characters that you could have explored that the actors don't want anything to really do with them anymore. They want to move on. And I just think that there were definitely some racial reasons why Finn got continually got sidelined. I mean, he even got literally minimized in a poster going over to China because China has a huge racism problem against black people. I mean, anti-blackness is global. It's not local to the United States. Definitely. Um, and so um, I just didn't feel right that a black character was used as a red herring for a white character. It just doesn't send, you know, if, if you're going for representation, 
you can't just have diversity. You also have to have inclusion and equity. So the basically just to sum that up in a couple sentences, you need to have characters of diverse backgrounds in there, but they have to matter to the story and they have to have a real stake in the game. They can't just be there to the whim of a white character. No, I, I totally get it. And um, did you see the Star... Was it the Star Wars Twitter that got ratioed for Black History Month? Yep. They were like, well, happy... Well, they got ratioed twice. So it wasn't just the Black History Month. It was when they showed support for... I can't think of her name right now, but she is like the host for talking about the light of the Jedi and the High Republic. And she got hit with racism because of a tweet she made back during the summer of last year regarding um uh like regarding like white people and the criticisms of like you know black lives matter in the movement and things like that and so they were calling her racist and disney came out and supported her and it was just like okay where was this for kelly marie chan tran and john boyega that were dealing with racism because of their portrayals or just simply just existing Mm-hmm. In the Star Wars universe. No, I... Yeah, no, that makes sense. So, yes, Disney, you know, having these characters are good, but they could be better. Definitely. Hopefully hopefully they redeem themselves at Marvel. I mean, yeah, so, Mar- so Marvel's been uh, doing a good job, I guess, in Phase the very end of phase three and going into phase four because yeah. for a while really you just, just mainly the, had Nick Fury. Yeah. You had Nick Fury who was a, a background character who would show up when it was convenient for Nick Fury, which is a very Nick Fury thing to do. And then Zoe but Saldana black who black Twitter hates technically. Wait, who? Zoe Saldana. Oh yeah. And guardians. Um, but then even then she was green yeah. and then for any other background character or, or you have their plucky black sidekick in Falcon and, uh, and, and Rhodey. So now you're going to get some black heroes that are going to be at the forefront. Like you have Photon, Monica Rambeau, um, you have Ironheart, Riri Williams, um, Rhodey's going to take center stage and Riri's going to be there in Armor Wars. Falcon and, Falcon the, Winter and the Winter Soldier. Uh, um, Black Panther introduced a whole um, host of black heroes that are going to be explored in Black Panther 2. Valkyrie and um, Ragnarok. Yep, Valkyrie and Ragnarok, even though I don't, I'm not sure what they're going to do with her now that Asgard is on Earth. Um, She's in Thor Love and Thunder. Is she? Yeah. Okay. Um, and then there's just the other thing where, where I've seen some people bring up points where you have a lot of black actors play that they could be humanoid, but their skin color is different from, you know, normal human skin color. So like Zoe Saldana in Guardians or Zoe Saldana in Avatar. Zoe Saldana or Zoe Saldana in anything. Right. Um, it, but there, there are other characters like in Star Wars, like I think a couple of the Twi'leks that we see in the original trilogy are played by actors of color. I'm not specifically sure if they are black, but actors of color, mm-hmm. but they are 
green or blue. So while yes, they exist in mediums like Star Wars or Star Trek or anything like that, we don't see them as their actual skin tones versus their white counterparts who, while yes, you have a lot of aliens or fantasy characters being played by white actors, but there's also an overabundance of white skinned human characters. Yeah, no, that's a totally fair point. Um, yeah, I mean, Marvel, I mean, I think I do like what they're doing. I mean, I don't want to, I don't want to give WandaVision away because it's almost over. We can talk about it later, but yeah, uh, Monica and WandaVision is cool. And, um, we'll have to see. I mean, I, I, I don't want to give it away, but clearly with her, they're teasing her. She's going to be in other stuff. I mean, that's obvious. Yeah. Obvious. Um, we'll see if we get Uh, a Young Avengers at some point. I wouldn't be opposed to Wanda and Monica being besties from here on out. Well, you know, uh, Wanda's depending been, on how it ends. Wanda's gone through a lot. I think she needs that support. She needs like a friend. Like I mm-hmm. thought. I mean, I guess her friends before were kind of. I guess she was cool with Hawkeye. I guess. Mm-hmm. And Hawkeye and Cap. Yeah, and, and Cap. Oh, uh, and Natalie. Uh, no, N- Natalia. Natasha. Natasha, wow. She didn't really she didn't really hang out with Sam and Bucky. She was just with them at the funeral. Mm-hmm. I really I don't want to give it away. I really hope Falcon and the Winter Soldier they make a reference. They're like, has anybody seen Wanda lately? Nope. Yeah, because that's the other thing we have to find out about these TV shows is when when in the timeline they happen. Cause you remember like Iron Man three and the Winter Soldier and a couple and Thor: The Dark World all happened at the same time, which is why nobody could help. I'm like, that's a lame excuse. That was the biggest issue they had with Phase two, where it's like, why didn't these characters help? Phase three, they had figured it out, where it was just like, either like in Civil War, they were all in there, or certain characters were away, or like in the case of like an Ant Man or a Black Panther, it's like, well, they're dealing with their own thing, which mm. made sense. So, I mean, I hope they do a better job. I mean, I feel like they're doing a better job of that. Um, Like I said, I mean, I always said the future of the MCU was just doing buddy stuff. You know, you kind of exhausted the big crossovers with Endgame. And I'm not saying that they're going to do other ones, I'm sure. Especially with uh, they're doing Fantastic Four as well as Cough Cough X-Men Cough Cough. Okay, um... Uh, real real side note, Fantastic Four. Uh, uh, there was a rumor that uh, Jennifer Lawrence is going to be uh, Invisible Woman, and if that's true, they need to like, you know, fire her because <laughs> as much as I used to love Jennifer Lawrence, um, I'm not trying to see what happened in the X Men uh, first class qu- quadrology, quintology, whatever happen to Fantastic Four. Where they Either make the her the Fantastic... center of all the movies because she's the biggest actress and is paid the most. Right. Because for a while, Fantastic she was the Four. highest paid actress in Hollywood for a minute, I think. Because mm-hmm. Hunger Games. Yeah. Because Fantastic Four needs to either have four equal... Um, four actors of equal status or it needs to be four newcomers. I would agree because it's about the family. Yeah, no, one hundred percent. Won't be Michael B. Jordan. <laughs> Fan four stick. 
right. So we're talking about we're talking about Marvel. We'll, we'll stick to MCU. I mean, obviously, Black Panther is groundbreaking. So obviously, with Chadwick's passing and all the changes and whatnot, I know you don't like that they're not gonna have any more T'Challa. Do you think Killmonger should come back? No, absolutely not. <laughs> not at all. Nope. Okay. Let that nigga stay dead. Oh my god. Because <laughs> here's my thing. While you did make him a sort of uh, sympathetic and a villain that you know some of what he said made sense which a lot of villains and especially marvel do like doctor doom and magneto which also helps make them compelling villains killmonger was a psychopath who was going to hurt whoever came in his way to accomplish his goals including those that loved him and people that he was supportive of did not matter mm-hmm. he would have pulled an anakin skywalker not just the men but the women and the children too no, I believe it. That's true. Okay. And also, I'm I'm of the camp that not every character needs to be redeemed because of the MCU villains that have lived, which is like Loki and that's it. Um, Vulture is alive. Oh, yeah, Vulture is alive. I forgot he is alive. Um, and who knows what will happen when Morbius comes out. But you can't, and possibly Mysterio, who knows. Um, but you can't just keep re re um what is the word I'm looking for? Uh rehabilitating your villains. You can't just rede- every villain does not need a redemption arc. Mm-hmm. I get it. Also, if I see one more Hotep, defend Killmonger. <laughs> Like I saw this one, it was just like, oh yeah, this is you know like they're they're trying to demonize African American men, show that African men are better. I was just like, I'm gonna need you to stop talking. It only takes a little bit of white brainwashing. <laughs> oh God, I Activate hope the coon chip. In oh every my Negro. God, uh, if you Dr. didn't get that reference, well, actually, I'll say this, uh, Doctor Umar Johnson. Hopefully he's having a good Black History Month. His um, I don't really believe anything he says, but um, his contributions to uh, Black Twitter and meme culture and TikTok, um, we appreciate it. It cannot be understated. Have you seen? Okay, this is off topic. Pot listeners, I'm really sorry. We're random today. So there's one where he's talking about how much he loves Black women, and he's like, I, he's like, we love you, sweet brown sugar. We love you, caramel. We love you, mocha chocolate, pina colada. Like it was so funny, and people have used that audio for his like. <clears throat> It was like my sister shared a thing where it's like when men head on me, when homeless men head on me, and that's like the, that's what they say. <laughs> Sorry, oh my god, but yeah. Anyway, shout out to Doctor Umar. That's the only shout out he'll get on our podcast. Anyway, um, if we're talking about black characters and superhero stuff. Uh, we gonna run through the Arrowverse. Okay, how about this? We'll go through Arrowverse black characters and we'll do a yay or nay if we like them or not. Because there's enough. Okay. All right. Uh, John Diggle. Yay. Yay. Yeah, no. John Diggle's cool. Uh, he definitely fit the role of the black side kid for Green Arrow. But they did try to give him storylines and keep him relevant. I didn't like when he was a drug addict. That was the one where I was like, he didn't need to be on Roy's. The season I skipped. Yeah, good. It was bad. 
I did see one part though where um you know Oliver was yelling at him and Oliver were having the shouting match again and um Oh the fight Oliver, that was actually a good scene. Yeah, I, I watched that where he was just like, Well, my body count doesn't include my, my own, own brother, brother. and I was <laughs> just like, I don't care who you are, you're getting bullet put in you for that. <laughs> no, John 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 Diggle was alright. We mentioned um not a big fan of Mr. Terrific on that show. <laughs> we'll leave that alone. Um, they they made the token black and token. Well, I can't say he's a token black character because Diggle was also there. But they made the token gay character this just wimp and a hero whose ability is superpower is literally to learn. He can literally learn to do anything. They literally made him the. He couldn't even learn how to not get his butt whooped. Who, like I get it, but you literally made this dude useless. What about um? What about the monitor? <laughs> Mutton chops. Mutton chops and and the anti monitor because the same actor. Yeah, I don't know if I want to. I want to claim him because he he didn't really do much of anything. No, he didn't. I mean, granted, the monitor didn't really do much to stuff in the original Crisis of the Infinite Earths comic book either, so. All right, so moving on to The Flash. Joe West. Yes. Yes. Yay. Yeah, the good dad, a good uh, black father representation. Um, Joe was always good. He always uh, he wasn't ready to kill a metahuman either when Barry wouldn't. Mm-hmm. Um, Iris West yeah. Allen. Um, I like Iris despite the hate she gets. They've, uh, I think, I mean, her weakest points were probably like seasons three and four. Ever since then, I think she was okay. I yeah. was cool with Iris. I mean, and I always love Candace Patton. Yeah, and I can understand wanting to get her more involved with Team Flash, but I feel like it, they should have, they shouldn't have took her away from her being a reporter as as much, which I think is one of the good things that I've liked in uh these later seasons how she is a reporter and that's tying into her being with team flash i like that angle better and for those of you and the thing is like the reporter angle in comics was it's a way to keep characters involved in the action because they're always investigating something if there's a mystery they're always there it was the whole reason like lois lane was relevant because lois lane was always in danger and superman would have to save her you know, Peter Parker would literally take his own pictures and him being a, him being a, him, you know, working for the Daily Bugle was a way for him to get information that helped him out as he was Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. So it does, I, it was important for her to be a reporter. So it is good they did that. All right, Chris, where you know I was going to go here. This is similar to a John Boyega situation. Wally West. Had a very... I have a very complicated relationship with Wally West and the Flash TV show. I don't know how you feel. They they wasted him. They brought him in way too soon. And they made him way too old. Yeah. And I understand why he has to be that old given the fallout between um, Joe and uh, his ex-wife. I can't remember her name right now. Um... But you could have honestly just made him uh, Iris's half sister, or I mean half brother, and still had the mom die, and so say he's like ten or twelve or something. 
um, and and that would have been better. Be introduced in season two, right? Or was it season? He two? was introduced in season two. He uh. Yeah. So think about it. Five, six years later, he's you know, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen. You know, if you really wanted to continue the show or have him show up in whatever continues the Arrowverse after the the Flash, you could because he's had a few years, you know, under his belt being Kid Flash, and then he takes on the mantle and Barry disappears. Or yeah, whatever. and 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 you know, I understand kind of the struggle because I guarantee they're like, oh man, we're gonna bring in Wally, It'd be so cool. But the problem, the problem with the Flash of superheroes that much like Superman, he is very overpowered. He doesn't really need a sidekick to work because he can almost be everywhere at once. He can solve every problem. Sidekicks work for somebody like Green Arrow or Batman because they're only one man. They can't be everywhere at once. At times, they need a part. A partner can help them. So I think the issue right. with Wally was that like two speedsters was just OP. So they always have to always had to have an excuse where it's like Wally's trapped somewhere, or Wally's gone, or Wally's taking a break, or he can't do this. And eventually, I'm sure the actor uh, was Kenyon Lonsdale. Is that his name? I think yeah. his first name is Kenyon. Kenyon Hansdale. Yeah. I'm sure at a certain point he was just, he was, you know, he was tired. And that's why he left in season four. And his appearance on the show were sparing. You know, they tried to make him work on Legends, but I think on Legends, having a speedster was a little OP for them too. Yep. I think they could have made it work in the later seasons when they did more magic stuff. But I, I just, I have a feeling that Kenyon just was over it. Yeah, and, and you know, I and and then you know he he's what he he went to uh, a Buddhist monastery to to get in touch with himself. Yeah, that's where he showed up. Yeah, he showed up in season six and he came back. And there was an episode where they found out the Speed Force was dying, which was a good episode yeah. within itself. And it was a very dick move by Barry for him to be him to, him to kill the Speed Force and not even he can't write Wally a letter, right? Or be like, oh, dude, Crisis was a mess, huh? And then it was also and then it also like and there are also plot holes where it's like, where was Wally during Crisis? They didn't call him out of all people, right? They just let him just get <laughs> just get <laughs> evaporated. But we'll we'll leave we'll leave that alone. Uh, we I don't want to get into too much. But anyway, yeah, no, Wally very controversial on the Flash. Definitely, I I did a rewatch of it last fall, and the treatment of Wally I think is definitely one of the sore spots of the show. Despite its heights, despite despite me still enjoying it, even though it's never going to be as good as those first two seasons. Nope. With uh, with Thawne and Zoom, just can't be beat. Nope, not at all. No, anyway. Um so Legends. Um so I believe the woman that played Hot Girl was biracial. And we had Jax. Uh, we had Jackson wait, Stein and we had Hot Girl. Don't 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 forget that she was a barista. She was a barista. Uh Hot Girl, um not great. Um the actress follow on Instagram. She's doing Broadway now. She's playing Elsa on Broadway. She's doing Frozen on Broadway now. Good for her. Good for her. I miss the theater. That makes me sad. She can sing, apparently. Good for her. Yeah, but um, Hot Girl, uh, no le gusta. No me gusta. Not great. Um, Jax, I enjoyed Jackson Stein on mm-hmm. Legends. 
fun character, fun dynamic. Um, yeah, I don't know. I like Jax. Jax was cool. Um, how'd you feel about Amaya? I liked her character. I don't like the shapeshifter. Um, Charlie, I, I same I actress. Just, yeah, her her character sort of annoys me, but I, I did like. She's gone Amaya. now. Also, we we have to uh, Amaya's granddaughter's vixen and oh, Mari, the one that had yeah. the water totem. Oh yeah, Kawasa. Yeah, Kawasa. Kawasa was cool. I didn't have a problem with Kawasa. Uh, Amaya, she was only in that one episode and then the animated show. I have a feeling mm-hmm. it was just a mistake of the the biggest issue that the CW has with their shows is that they'll hire and the. Though they only will hire an actor as a guest star that plays a big character, and that actor will get a job on another show, which is why they left. It's why Jesse Quick left. It's why um, they had to kill off. What was Cisco's girlfriend on The Flash? Gypsy. Yes. Why she left? She got another job. It's why the woman that played Vixen um, got another job. It's because they don't, they can't pay them enough to keep them around as regulars. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, Amaya was cool. I agree. Charlie was not was not super great. Um, um, who's the who's the British woman that they're I they're, I guarantee they're putting her on as a regular this season. That uh, had to think with Constantine last season. It's been a while since Legends has been on. Who's in hell? You know what I'm talking about. Oh, 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 uh, it starts with an A, I think. Um, Astra? Astra. Astra, yeah. Um, or Astrid, one of the two. Uh, yeah, she's on Legends. Um, hopefully she gets a storyline next season. We'll, we'll have to see. Um, anybody's better than, uh, Gary and Mona. Whew. Oh, why did you say that name? <laughs> All right, I know we're going. I know I'm going off topic here. Um, so before before we get to the actual shows led by black characters, um, I know you don't watch Supergirl. Uh, Jimmy Olsen, terrible. Why was he on that show? He was <laughs> eye candy in the first season. Then afterwards, he didn't do anything. They tried to make him a guardian. Didn't work. They didn't know what to do with him on that show, so when he left, it was uh, it was good, good. Now he's uh, now that actor is Jackson the Mortal Kombat movie, so hope it works out. Yeah, and then he got killed cer- unceremoniously in the Crisis on Earth X one. I didn't really like how they did that, but I'll leave it alone. <laughs> yeah, just you didn't have to just... make the black character a red shirt. You could have there. There are other characters you could have gotten rid of. Yeah, but they didn't. You could have made, like, a version of Roy or someone. <laughs> mm-hmm. Evil. I mean, they did They did bring in Tommy for that crossover, but yeah. All right, so anyway. Um, all right, so Black Lightning, obviously, is ending, but um, Black Lightning, you have Jefferson, Anissa, and um, Jennifer, and their mom. Uh, the new season's out. Um, I'm not loving it, to be honest. Like, I don't know. They're doing a whole, it's like... Out? What? I didn't even know it was out. Yes, yeah, back. Oh. 
I, all right, so I don't want to give it away, but uh, Jeff is retired again, and he's depressed. And I'm, it's like, bro, you retired once already. We're really going to do this again? And his character is being super mopey. And that's the one thing, now that Black Lightning's ending, that's the one thing about that show that I didn't love compared to the other superhero shows, is that, like, the characters could be super mopey and super down, you know? And, like, I get it. The struggle is real. They're going through a lot of stuff. But, like, there is an element of superhero shows that's supposed to be... That I, I like I like them being fun and whimsical sometimes. Mm-hmm. Like, I like watching Superman movies where he learns how to fly for the first time, you know? Yeah. And that's one thing. I mean, Supergirl, for all his flaws, is what they did do right. Where, you know, something like the joy of flight, you know? Mm-hmm. The joy of, you know, Black Lightning didn't do that as much. And it's just like, they tried to do that a little bit with Jennifer. But sometimes, man, the characters in the show can be so mopey. And it's just like, it's the last I mean, season. I hope there's a turnaround. But that's something. That's my gripe with the show. But obviously, I'm, I appreciate it for its representation. Just having a black family be superheroes on TV was great. You know, because Luke Cage didn't have that, which we can talk. We totally missed uh, Defender stuff, but. I mean, the other thing is Black Lightning literally starts off with, you know, excessive force from a police officer, like throughout that first episode. And it's just. It's just like. <sighs> anyway, um. We'll see how the final season is. They're trying to so what they're so they're trying to save those characters right now. They're giving uh, Khalil a spinoff, and the, the creator well, he, they're they're doing a backdoor pilot for it. it. Has been picked up, so it could be a Green Arrow Canary, Canary situation. And they said that Anissa and Jennifer would guest star if it was picked up. Of all the characters to give us. A spinoff to why him? Why not do a thunder and lightning? Show? No, it could have. They should have done a thunder and lightning show, or even. I mean, I feel like Anissa is probably out of all the actors that I didn't know before that show happened. I feel like she's the one that popped the most. Yep. Um, I get like she's like you know she's got the whole thing with her girlfriend Grace and stuff like that, but I feel like you could still give her a show mm-hmm. if you want some she CW drama. You can have her and Grace be on again, off again. Like, it's okay. It's a CW. Is Grace is a superhero in the comics. Yeah. They were on Outsiders together. Yep. So, um, I don't know why they're giving them a spinoff, but keep in mind, it hasn't been picked up. So, I mean, <laughs> with all the effort they tried to do with Green Arrow and the Canaries, giving Oliver a future daughter and doing all this stuff during Crisis, and that show doesn't get picked up, I'm like... I kind of feel bad for them, but then I'm also like, why'd you do a spinoff with a character introduced late in the show when a lot of the fandom had already left? Yeah. Let's keep it real and to give it to a character that people weren't connected with. You could have gotten away if you did something with Roy, you know, you could have did something with Diggle. You know what I mean? You could have did something with Black Canary on her own, but I feel like but I feel like with Mia, it just wasn't a good idea. Anyway. And also, people didn't really like Mia all that much. Like, some people did. But, like, you know, for the parts of her I did like, she had both the worst aspects of her parents. Yeah, she's broody like Oliver, but also, like... <laughs> a hypocrite, like... the ar- Yeah, she would get Oliver. into arguments and stuff. 
and be mad at Oliver. It's like, why are we you there? It's like, bro, he saved the universe and died. What do you expect him to do? Right, because like if you know if he hadn't died and instead stayed with you, you wouldn't know any better because you would have been dead. I don't even think you would have been born to be dead. It wouldn't have, it wouldn't have existed. So anyway, enough arrow rants. Um, so uh, I have watched started watching a new season of Black Black Woman. Black Woman. <laughs> Batwoman. Batwoman. For those of you who don't know, is now a black woman. Um. Uh, Ruby Rose quit the show, so they had to find a new lead. And unpopular opinion, the actress they picked, uh, Havoca, the new black, the new black woman, the new Batwoman, is honestly not bad. It sucks that she's in a really crappy show, and it's really unfortunate because well, Batwoman actually got renewed for season three, but unfortunately, I think if the show does get canceled at some point, they're gonna blame it on her, and I don't think it's fair. Batwoman as a show had a lot of issues. Before Havoka joined, and I think it's unfair to have Havoka to try to use to blame the show not being saved on Havoka. So mark my words in a year or two. Um, Batwoman is not a good show. It is not Havoka's fault. There are articles that came out. They were like Havoka, Havoka's launch fails. And it's like, bro, it is not her. She's that actress is trying her best, and the show is just not there. Yeah, because the thing is, is it's one thing with, you know, like Supergirl. You can use a lot of the Superman rogues gallery because they're not being tied up with mm-hmm. film or not going to be potentially tied up with film. With Batwoman, you have uh, a new Batman trilogy coming out with um, uh, Robert Pattinson. You had uh, Ben Affleck character and then you had a several of the rogues gallery of batman in suicide squad mm-hmm. so they're tied up in the movies so you can't just bring them into the show they could never touch joker apparently you have people that are going to pop up in titans so it's just like what are you going to do with her i would agree yeah there's a lot of there's too many batman properties and i mean i feel like dc they really wanted to they definitely could use more characters because i mean gotham was on and they did pretty much everyone but Joker and Two Face in that show one way or another. Even though their Bane was horrible. Ugh. Anyway. Um That show was horrible. Yeah, but anyway, yeah, I just I don't know. Cause like an article came out, I think from Screen Rant, that was pretty much like roasting Havoca. And it's like, bro, she's a new actress she's a newer actress coming in trying to save a show that was already failing. And keep in mind, like what my rant, okay, Ruby Rose. No shades of Ruby Rose. They put her in two crossovers before her first season was even done. She got a crossover to introduce her character. Like, the CW literally gave her the keys to the kingdom for a good show, okay? Havoka literally gets... Oh, Bat- Batwoman's back. It's the first CW show back after COVID, you know? It doesn't have any other shows around to support it in the block yet. Because Superman and Flash haven't started yet, you know? Those are going to be their flagship shows. I just... That whole situation irks me. Screen Rant's just trash. Yeah. Everything other than pitch meeting for Screen Rant is trash. Yeah. Anyway. um, But yeah, I mean, the show was fine. They introduced Havoca. They try to tie her in with what goes on with the show. Um, The actress, like I said, she's trying. She's trying to be fun. She's trying to be cool. You know, she's trying to, she, you know, does her action scenes and stunts and stuff. But 
unfortunately, I mean, I like her. the problems I had with Batwoman, aka I hate the villain, um, parts of it are super fucking cheap, and a lot of supporting cast to me is just way too, way too um, stiff. Like they don't have, like Batwoman doesn't have a character on a show like say like a Cisco. Or I hate to say it, even season one and two, Felicity, they were able to gravitate towards. I mean, season one and two, Felicity was great. Season, yeah. Felicity just started to fall off after season three. And the villains aren't, and they don't have, and their villain, they over, they overuse and overhype their main villain. And, you know, they really try to get you to hate her or love hate her or whatever. But at the end of the day, she's not, she just... Doesn't do it for me. Isn't a Malcolm Merlin. Isn't a Slade Wilson. Isn't a uh, Harrison Wells. Hmm. <laughs> um, anyway, moving on. All right, my rant's over. Um, so, I mean, we, we did, for the most part, besides our side rants, we did keep it to black characters. Um, Superman and Lois starts this week. Um, apparently, they put a lot of money into it. I hope it's good. It looks good. good. It looks cinematic. It might remind me of Man of Steel. It did. They're like I am. Lois and Clark. Lois and Clark are just. I just like how Lois and Lois and Clark are like parents with depressed teen kids, and I'm like, makes sense. Mm -hmm. Um, the only criticism the show does look super white, you know, but it's Superman, Superman characters, Lana in Kansas. I know, so you know, maybe we'll get a Black Perry White again. We'll see. Shout out to a Lawrence yeah. Fishburne and Man of Steel. Um, you know, just just give us uh, uh just 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 don't do us like they did uh, Billy D. Williams in the in the first Batman movie where you have a black Harvey Dent and then you turn around and you have a white Two Face. Strangest recasting ever. That Billy D. T- Williams yeah. to Tommy Lee Jones. Yeah, Superman and Lois was good though. I will say. It looks very cinematic. Kind of, it kind of reminds me of Man of Steel. Like if you if you're sick of typical CW shows, it's nothing like Supergirl or Flash. From what it from what I hear, they yeah, don't even acknowledge Kara's existence, which I think is hilarious because it's technically a spinoff from that show. Even though Crisis has made everything weird. Yeah, so we'll just find out because uh, you hear Superman say the boys when we last saw him in um, Crisis. And so I guess we'll see um, where they all wait. Are, are they were they teenagers then? Is this a few I, years in the future? So I think what Crisis did was that in Crisis, Lois and Clark had a baby and they had a kid. We can assume they're in their thirties, right? They had kids a little bit later. I believe the change with Crisis is that not only did they have twins, but they had kids when they were younger, which is how they have teenage sons now. Yeah. Now it's still TV because um, both those actors for Lois and Clark are not old. They're a few years old. They're in their early thirties. They're not old. They, neither of them are forty yet, and they have teens. They have like full on like sixteen sixteen year old kids. Mm-hmm. I'm like, apparently Superman doesn't know how to use a condom. Okay, I'm sorry. That was rude. Mm-hmm. That was inappropriate. I mean, you know, maybe they, they maybe they wanted them. I mean, I would think on a report. You want to have kids in your twenties on reporter salaries? <laughs> I mean, but do they really need for anything? Because Superman can just just go anywhere and get what he needs. I guess, but 
I mean, I don't actually in the comics. Does how does besides his job, how does Superman? Does he have? He doesn't have a lot of money though. He usually lives on the Kent farm, doesn't he? Uh, sometimes he lives in a farm. Sometimes he has an apartment or like a penthouse in in Metropolis. And you would have to imagine that um, a penthouse in Metropolis is expensive. Yeah. Well, Metropolis um, is like Chica- any York. big city, Chicago, New York. Yeah. So I, I would just imagine that um, he has to get money from like, I mean, the man can make diamonds in his in his hands, so he could literally just, you know, starts charging. Um, I'm trying to. Uh, what was I going to say? I remember. I don't know what. I think it might have been the Justice League show, where it's like Superman destroys something of Batman's, or one of the movies. And it he's was, like uh, Superman, Batman, uh, yeah, uh, Apocalypse, Apocalypse, yeah. He breaks something, yeah. Apocalypse, he breaks something, and or Kara does, and Clark yeah, is like, "I'll pay for it." Vision. He tells Bruce, "Is like, I'll pay for it," and then he's like, and then uh, Batman's like on a reporter's salary, and I'm like, "That was a good joke." Yeah, he's like, y- "Your cousin just destroyed fifty thousand dollars worth of custom hardware. Uh, put in, uh, bill me for it on a reporter's salary. Not likely." Oh man Um, I'm trying So we've been We've been going at this For like an hour And 20 minutes Are there any characters You want to give a shout out to It doesn't have to be Like nerd stuff Any shows or movies That you enjoyed Anything like that Um, Well one One superhero We didn't mention Was Blade Shout out to Wesley Snipes And soon to be Mahershala Ali if that movie ever comes out, but yes. Eventually. Eventually. Yep, no, Blade is awesome. Um, Miles Morales, we didn't mention him. Oh, yeah, we've talked about Miles. We literally, two podcasts ago, but yeah, no, Miles is awesome. Um, just going through characters. Luke Cage got canceled too soon on Netflix. Oh, boy. Luke but that was because of Marvel and Disney's beef. Yep, we didn't we didn't know it was at the time, but Netflix knew about Disney Plus and was just like, screw you guys. Essentially, essentially, but um, yeah, Luke Cage, yeah, Luke Cage. Um, shout out to Duke in the Batman comics. He hasn't been mm-hmm. in live action yet. And um, um, Lucius Fox's Lucius son Fox. or grandson. Lucius Fox, but also his son or grandson. That's that's the current Batman in the Future Foundation. Future, yeah, the um, the Future Foundation, yeah. No, Future Foundation is Marvel. Future Slate. Future Slate, yeah. Um, what did you? This is off topic for Black History Month. What did you think of any? Have you been reading any of the Future Slate stuff? Not yet. Um, I've been reading a bunch of old comics, and by old comics, I mean like early to mid two thousand. Yeah, it makes sense. I'm kind of. My DC Comics, I'm not going to lie, after Death Metal, I'm tired of big crossovers <laughs> and universe stuff with a billion tie-ins. I, like, I have, I don't know if you, do you know uh, comic, Comics Explained on YouTube? Mm-hmm. Rob, I think his name? Yeah. He literally, I, I don't think I would have been able to understand half of what DC was doing without Rob to explain. 
I think the only uh, DC one I've read recently, and Marvel for that matter, is uh, Deceased Two. Because I really do like that that series. Deceased was Deceased was great. Yeah, Deceased Two was fun. Um, it was weird that it ended. It had a happy ending, but like, what happened to Dark Side? Like, they're screwed. It's not over. I know. I'm like, you got you got Dark Side, Zombie and you Dark got Side, Superman still in the sun. You got Superman, Zombie Superman, one million, and Dark Side that exist in that universe. So, um, but yeah, and they're on the same side. Off topic, uh, Deceased is a really good comic um, made by the same guy who wrote Injustice, so that's why it's so good. Mm-hmm. Good as an Elseworld story. Um, it's pretty much zombie invasion, the DC universe, and um, they're not afraid to kill your favorite character. Nope. Injustice had a very weird ending. Injustice 2 comics, you mean? Yeah. Yeah, it got Injustice canceled 2's... weirdly. Yeah, its ending was a He-Man crossover. That was weird, Yeah. I don't and I it, I don't know why they did that because like Injustice Two had a ton of guest characters well like three four had four the Turtles uh, Raiden and Sub Zero and then Hellboy but then they do a crossover comic with He Man why and Superman is like teaming up with Skeletor why I know this is random but it's like. Would an evil Superman, like, why would Superman team up with Skeletor? Like, even Superman, even Injustice Superman, like, they do a good job of showing that, like, he's a well-intentioned extremist, right? And then he becomes less well-intentioned and just becomes an extremist. A dictator. But it's like, bro, Skeletor literally, he's literally a skeleton. He looks like a villain. (laughs) Yeah. Anyway, rant over. This has just been, man, we've just been riffing on this episode. I mean, that's fine. Sometimes you just got to riff. Um, but <sighs> I'm trying to think of anything else before we wrap up. Um, hmm. Yeah, I've, I've hit most of what I've wanted to talk about. I mean... Short, long story of representation is that um, it is getting better. We still have problems. You know, mm-hmm. I feel like, I mean, at least as black people, we're visible in a lot of media, right? But it's as far as like the kinds of roles we get and what they do with our characters, we're being a lot more critical of. Because the mm-hmm. thing is, like, people ask, like, oh, why do black people like to claim, like, clearly non black characters in fiction? It's like, because we didn't have anything else. Mm-hmm. We had, you know, we had to pick Arthur, Knuckles, Brock, and Piccolo. <laughs> When there was only so many black characters in in media at all, so um, yeah, we'll we'll you know we'll, we'll where I'm praying that we're on a good direction, you know, um, a good trajectory. And we also I should have say. to start seeing, you know, not just light skinned black people in in. Uh, things we also see dark skin like you, you there's a whole spectrum of black people definitely um another thing that one piece that some people want to see is a black cup cu- black couples in fiction that don't have a ton of drama mm-hmm. shout out to no malcolm a- and marie don't talk to me about that <laughs> I, the first I started watching that movie for the first 20 minutes and then I started playing Animal Crossing. It was literally look, I love Zendaya. No hate to Zendaya or um is it John David Washington's the full name is his full name. Yeah. 
John David Washington. Well, that movie was literally these Negroes arguing for an hour and then being like, I love you. There's no one like you. You're the one for me. I hate you. You're terrible. Why didn't we break up years ago? And I'm like, this is just, just toxic. Just a mess. So anyway, <laughs> anyway, yeah, uh, Malcolm and Marie, uh, not a fan. But yeah, man, I, I just, I would, I think that representation, I would like to see some more of it. Because I was looking at like black rom-coms and like once someone told me that like it's always a dark-skinned man, a light-skinned girl or mixed girl, I was like, they're freaking right. There is. Yeah, I, the only exception I can think of is the photograph with Lakeith Stanfield and Issa Rae. Yeah. That's that's relatively new, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I Other mean, than that, we'll generally have, like, older black couples. As, like, but parents, then, like, yeah. their kids are in, like, the in the rom-com are, like, in the interracial relationship, like, with uh, Guess Who? Guess with Who? With Bernie Mac. I, the, and, I actually thought that um, movie was pretty funny. I saw it last year. Shout out to Bernie mm-hmm. Mac. Genius. And our family wedding with, um, I can't remember the actor's name, but it had, uh, Dude from the Boys. America Ferrera. It had, oh, not that one. um, Forrest Whitaker. Ooh. Hmm. But, but yeah. There needs to be more of that. And please listen, I'm going to throw shade at Black Lightning and Arrow and Flash. No drug I'm so sick of drug addicts there uh storylines of black people. Mm-hmm. Please. And Euphoria. <laughs> Euphoria is a good show. I'm just like, we've got enough black drug storylines. I'm sorry. Yeah, I haven't watched Euphoria. I'm like, I don't need to watch the press. It'll though. make you not want to have kids. Cause the shit they be doing in that show, compared to what I was doing in high school. Will not make you want to have kids. Like, you're. I'm talking kids doing hard drugs, kids doing not just having sex, but doing, like, extreme sexual shit. There's a kid in that show who becomes, like, a cam girl. And she's, like, 16. Like, it's, and it's very, in the way that show it, it's very uncomfortable. Like, you're, like, like if you if you have if I had kids and I watched that show I literally be like you're not allowed to leave the house leave the house until you're 18. <laughs> I'm homeschooling you. You're not allowed to have any friends. Sorry. Like you can't leave the house till you're 18 and you're not allowed to date until you're 21. Sorry, I don't make the rules. I'm kidding. But it'll and I this and this isn't just for the daughters either. Even the son, I'd be like sorry. Like, you can't leave the house until you're 21. You can't start dating until you're 25. <laughs> but the catch is, but you need to be married by 30, right? That's what parents do. Yeah. They don't want you to date until you're 27. But if you're not, uh, if you don't have a fiance by 30, they're worried. <laughs> I'm kidding. All right. Uh, Chris, do you have anything else for this episode? Audience, hopefully you guys had a lot of fun. I Hopefully we mentioned so many things that it made you think of something. Hopefully. Hopefully. If if that works, then uh, we've succeeded. But, um, yeah. So, um, this has been the Too, Too Black, Too Nerdy podcast. Hope uh, everyone had a good time. I'm Chris. I'm Chris. And um, 
stay black during this Black History Month. Um, it's better that it's better than the Je- the Jesse Smollett uh, Black History Month. So, um. <laughs> oh, Juicy Smollett. Juicy Smollett. I can talk about that now. Am I going to? No, but I can. Oh wait, never mind. All right, we'll we'll take it. Off air. <laughs> we'll take it off air. All right. Um, have a good day, everybody. Goodbye. Yep.